This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, the latest in your pet's health care nutrition, the importance of probiotics for your pets, and cozy pet mystery author Diane Harmon is back for a visit. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Email us at doggydivashow at aol.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y. D-I-V-A show at AOL.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Today's episode is sponsored by Hanover Square Press and the secret language of cats, how to understand your cat for a better, happier relationship by Suzanne Schatz. Have you ever wondered what your cat is saying? In The Secret Language of Cats, Shots offers a crash course in cat phonics to help you crack the cat code. Perfect for the fans of The Lion in the Living Room and the Inner Life of Animals, The Secret Language of Cats by Suzanne Schatz is available for purchase today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I'm here with Monica Layton for our pet tip of the week, and Monica's the president of professional pet sitting. Hey, Monica, you know, with a lot of traveling that's going to be done during the holidays, a lot of pet parents, you know, they're wondering what to do to my with my pets. Can you give us some tips on choosing the right pet sitter for the holidays? Pet travel, of course, during the holiday season is huge. Um, you always want to, you know, book as far in advance as possible and know, you know, what type of service you're looking for. If you want somebody to come in and, you know, just do visits throughout the day with your pet or if you want somebody to stay in your home, make sure that you really get that on the books early. And some tips when you are calling around, you know, looking for pricing, looking for questions to ask to make sure you pick that right pet sitter. It's super important. So a couple, you know, a couple helpful hints. Um, one, always make sure your pet sitter is licensed, bonded, insured. If they're certified, that's even better. Um, you know, make sure that they know, you know, pet first aid, pet first aid certification. A lot of the national pet sitting associations, um, they actually have a pet sitter certification that they can take courses in pet care and become a certified pet sitting company. Um, so that's something that, you know, if you're 
if you're looking and interviewing multiple people, that's one thing that can, you know, maybe set one apart from the others that they've taken that, you know, additional certification. Um, another thing that I always tell clients on is, you know, check the read on your pets too. There's, you know, a lot of great people, you know, out there available. It doesn't mean that, you know, one pet sitter isn't great, but your pets may tend to feel more comfortable with, you know, somebody versus another person and not that they wouldn't have done a wonderful job, but, you know, you want your pet to be, you know, as comfortable as possible. So when you, you know, have a couple people come out and interview them, see, you know, who your pet tends to go to more. And that's also, you know, a good sign of showing less anxiety in your pet when they're traveling. Um, you know, the one good thing about pet sitting is that they're in their home. They're comfortable in the space that they're used to. So the only new added change is getting used to a new person. And if they're feeling comfortable with that person from the beginning, then that makes that transition so much easier. Once you get a pet sitter, you know, it's great to have them, you know, even just come by on a regular basis every couple months, you know, check in, things of that nature. So your pet's still used to them. Even if you just, you know, go out for dinner one night, maybe have them come by and walk the dogs, you know, something easy just so they kind of still have that, you know, relationships with the pets not alarmed when uh, somebody new is coming in. Another thing that I personally am really big on is, um, for example, our pet sitters, when they come to the house, I do not want any signage on any of my staff's vehicles. Um, that's one thing that, you know, in the industry, there's a lot of differing opinions when it comes to car and vehicle signage. I tend to go the safe route. To me, if you have somebody pulling up with XYZ pet sitting, all over their car, whether it's just for a midday walk or a, a two-week trip, you're still alerting possible, you know, thieves or burglars that somebody's not home. They've also had cases to where, you know, pet sitters have themselves been attacked um, with burglars trying to get into the home because they know they're emptying, they're going into an empty household. There's nobody there to help them. So that's, you know, that's kind of happened in the past. And this time of the year, when you have Christmas presents, a lot of valuables, you know, theft rates, unfortunately, go up. So anything that draws attention to your home, um, I, I definitely discourage. Um, making sure that your pet sitter is alternating lights in different rooms each night, um, you know, opening blinds in the morning, closing them in the evenings, simple things just to deter people and also make your home look lived in. Um, but those are all, you know, really, you know, simple, easy chips just to, you know, kind of think about when you are interviewing and also ask them, you know, for worst case scenarios, what would happen if they were to become ill? Do they have a backup? You know, anything can happen at any point. You know, you the chances of it are probably slim, but if somebody becomes sick or they're in a car accident or something like that, you just want to make sure that they have some contingency plan in place. You know, larger companies have multiple sitters so they can get somebody in there. But if it's a single sitter company, making sure that they do have a backup of some sort, you know, maybe a spouse or, you know, somebody that they've worked with that covers their, 
you know, covers their clients if something were to happen. But there are just some questions to ask to make sure, you know, when you are interviewing that you are covering all your bases. Well, I thank you very much because this definitely gives the pet parents peace of mind. And you're right. It's very important to do some of the safety things you were talking about, too, for the home because ultimately protects the pet and the the house itself. So I thank you very much. These are invaluable tips and um, safe travels, everyone. Thank you. Have a great week. Hello, everyone. Miss Olive and Sophia the Doggy Diva want to thank you for your amazing response to their special book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home. And they want to let you know that Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home is now available in both hardcover and softcover. And that's at Amazon.com. As Miss Olive says, woohoo, yippee! Thank you, everyone. Coming up, does your dog have occasional tummy issues? We have the answer. Stay tuned. DGP is an all-natural formula proven to help aging pets with joint and mobility problems. It goes to work quickly, providing vital nutrients to the joints while reversing the effects of age. Some people see results in as little as seven days. Don't let your dog struggle another day. Call 800-521-0543 or visit dgpforpets.com and enter the code DOGGY, that's D-O-G-G-Y, for 25% off your first order and free shipping. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. As pet parents, we are always concerned about our little doggy's digestive tracts and with the issues that go on there. Well, you know what? We may just have an answer. We have with us today Kim Gamelin, Senior Marketing Director at Bill Jack Food, and she's going to be here to tell us maybe a few things we could do to kind of help us with our doggy's digestive issues. I want to welcome you, Kim. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on to talk about our our dog's tummies. And you know the obsession. Because <laughs> once something goes wrong with your doggy's tummy, your whole day's thrown off. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. We're worried about what comes up from it, what comes out of the back what end of it. Up, like, what comes out, whole, absolutely. Whole, yes, a whole session for all of us. <laughs> exactly. So, and especially, you know, us going into the holidays, we want to make sure our pet's healthy and happy, and then we're healthy and happy. What should pet owners, like pet parents as such as myself and, and our listeners out there, what should they be paying attention to for their little fur friend's doggy uh, digestion health? Yeah, well, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things. I mean, the digestive tract is obviously very important to your dog and to your dog's health. And, you know, there are kind of, you know, four basic important functions of that gastrointestinal tract, right? And, and those include, of course, you know, you know, eating, chewing, taking in food, you know, and, and being able to swallow it, um, you know, being able to break down that food after they've already eaten it. Um, and then once they break it down, being able to absorb those nutrients and get the benefit and the nutrition out of the food. And then, of course, to, you know, keep moving all the rest of the waste um, out of the system. So those are, those are kind of like the four, you know, basic things that happen with, like, with your dog's 
you know, gastrointestinal tract. And, you know, as you said, you know, all of us obsess over it. We're, we're worried about it. We're always watching it. It's one of the signs, right? It's one of the big signs about how is your dog doing? Yes. And so, you know, um, and so, you know, it's good to watch out for signs, right? What are signs that might be um, that your dog is having, um, you know, maybe more gastrointestinal issues, right? So it could be things like gas and bloating. It could be, you know, vomiting, you know, um, being able to spit up the things that they've eaten. Um, it could be maybe they're not having, um, like, regular or solid, you know, bowel movements, you know, or maybe they're not having them as frequently as they should. Um, and it also could be a loss of appetite, right? So, you know, if you're seeing some of these things, obviously, it's important to talk to your vet about them. Um, but, you know, if you're seeing some minor changes, right, that's when that's when you also might be thinking, oh, how, what are other things I can do, right? How can I really kind of help my, help my dog and help them have a healthy digestive tract? Well, like, do you have any suggestions? Because I know... <laughs> There are things out there that that we could do to help our dog's digestion. I know that you guys have something that's pretty simple, which is what I use, which is what helps me keep kind of things under control in our house with um with the digestion thing. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, there's still been so much talk about probiotics and mm-hmm. probiotics have really, you know, over the last, you know, I'd say eight to 10 years have really kind of come to the forefront as something that can be very beneficial, right? And probiotics are basically, they're, they're essentially good bacteria, right? They're live um, organisms and yeast that are helpful for digestion. And so, um, and, and, you know, your immune system and, and the dogs and your dog's immune system one of the biggest areas where the immune system is is in um, in the intestines, right? So that's one, and, and that's not like the kind of thing I think of, right? That's not the first place you might think of where your where um, your immune system might be yeah. and, and how it fights off the kinds of things your body takes in, and so um, so so the digestive tract is a very important part of of that whole immune system. And so what we've been hearing more and more about about probiotics is you know how they can help support that healthy digestion and that immune function, and so um, you know. Uh, and basically, you know, you just need to keep a, like a healthy level of them in the gut, you know, in the large and small intestines, um, in the intestines. And that, that's really what helps to be able to keep your dog, um, healthy from a healthy digestion. And it's one of the things that's important. Well, can, and can you tell us a little bit about the breakthrough biotics? Yeah, you know, so we, you know, it's been, I guess we've been researching, it was over um, eight years ago that we really started on this, um, on this product. And it's been out now for probably about three years. And, um, and it's called Breakthrough Biotics. And it's really, what's great about it is, is we wanted to really find an easy, simple way to be able to give your dog probiotics. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of powders out there. Um, there's, there's um, you know, sometimes it's supposed to be in food, you know, um, and so probiotics, you know, they kind of need a very specific, you know, medium to live in, right, to be able to, mm-hmm. like, make it all the way to the digestive tract. And so it's really important to be able to give them, put them kind of in the right kind of place to be able to help them survive and be effective. And so one of the things that we did is we created this spray, actually, that's a spray, and it has 12 different healthy strains of probiotics. And um, all you have to do is just spray it on the food. You know, you could do it once a day or you could do it um, each time you feed them. Um, and we really try to make it really, um, what, what I love about it is, is that it's great tasting. So, um, so it's always easy for me to do it. Um, my dog loves it. Um, I've been feeding it to him when we were actually working on it and he, and he loves the taste of it. And so it makes it really easy for people uh, to do. And I, you know, I don't know how you do it, but I know that that's how we, you know, kind of how we look at it and how we use it. Oh no, absolutely. Because I had uh, before I started using yours, the, what I was using was a powder and I couldn't get them to eat it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get them mm-hmm. to 
you know, they didn't, they just walk away from the food. I tried hiding it in treats. They still wouldn't eat it. So when you came out with yours, and it's also so easy to store and take care of. I mean, so I just have to pull it out. And I just squirt it on, and they love it. it. It's like they're getting what they need to get, but it's like they're like going, you're not trying to slip me something, huh? They don't even know. It's like an enhancement. So, and for me, right, right. I don't have to measure out the powder. And you know how I am. It's all about convenience for the pet parents so that I don't stress out. And this keeps me kind of stressed for doing this. And I also know that I'm doing something good for my dogs. So, because as we talk about yeah. in my, when my husband, between the two of us, when we take them out in the morning, the first thing we ask each other, <laughs> is how was their pope? <laughs> Did they have a good mm-hmm. so we know what kind of day we're gonna have based on what our dogs um we call it, what their deposit. So but that's yeah. why this helps yeah. a lot because you know and sometimes you're like changing their foods around a little or you might be changing treats around a little bit and this helps that too. This helps like kind of stabilize their tummy a little bit. At least in my case with my yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it has to be win-win, right? We understand that, you know, we want it to be good for your dog, but we also want it to be easy for us to use, right? We want everyone who wants to use it to be able to use it easily. You know, I it's nice. I just keep mine right next to my food. Yeah, that's and like so a good... so it's just, it's right on the counter. It doesn't have to be refrigerated. Um, so, you, you know, then I can, you know, I can just spray it on. So I remember, right? Because if it's not near the food, then I don't always remember. And that's and why so, I um, like so, it you know, too. Yeah. Yes. And, well, and, you know, I, uh, I, what I get a lot of feedback on and, and what we love to hear is that, you know, people can just spray it in their dog's bowl and their dog will just lick up the bowl. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much they usually like yeah. the taste of it. So, so again, you know, it's a win-win when we can create something that's very healthy and helps, you know, again, helps support the digestive tract. It has probiotics to help. It has probiotics to help support their digestive tract, and it also has um, those probiotics to help support their immune function. So, um, and it tastes really great. So, it's a, it's a win-win. We love it when that can happen. We love a win-win. Tell us about the Bill Jack food. It, how do how does that benefit us as pet parents for healthy food choices for our pets? Yeah, you know, you can come out and um, and and find out about um, find out about Bill Jack out on our website. Um, you know, we have food. Um, so we have dry food, we have wet food, we have treats, and there's a lot of information there where you can, you know, get, find out a little bit more about what's different about us, right? About how we slow cook our food, um, how we, you know, I, I know like, for example, in our adult select formula, we use 25 pounds of fresh chicken to make a 30 pound bag of our dog food. So you can, you can learn more about the special care we take to make that food special for your dog. And you also have all kinds of treats, of course, my lure of choice. <laughs> It's the little jacks because my girls yep. just love them. <laughs> and I always keep like a bag in my bag. You know, I have like a little tote bag that I carry around for them when they're, and it's a perfect size for them. So, cause I have three little dogs. So, and they're mushy mm-hmm. so that I could kind of crunch it up for olives. So it's, they're perfect. And, um, but you have other choices too for treats. Yeah, you know, we have, besides the Little Jacks, which are great for training and great for little dogs, we also have original our original recipe treats, which are like a little bit bigger version of our Little Jacks that are great for bigger dogs. Um, we have PB Nanas and Yapple Nanas. We have some fun flavors, you know, so that you can give your dog something different. You know, it's always great to get their attention, get them excited, but also then to reward them with something that they're um, excited and happy to eat and you know is healthy for them. Um, and then we also have um, Breakfast Jacks and even uh, dessert jacks, which are pumpkin flavored. So we have a lot of different options to be able to, to get them. And, you know, some of them, like you said, are small, like our, our pumpkin jacks, the, the dessert jacks. 
Jacks. Um, pumpkin flavored are small also, like like the Little Jacks. Yeah, they're the perfect size. They're just small. like the, yep. And that's like our treat. That's like a treat treat for them. Yes, yes. And they're, and they're great to be, like you said, be able to, if you need to break them up, if you're doing some like yeah. regular training, like, you know, over and over again, it's great to be able to break them up so you're not giving them too many calories. But, you know, those small ones that we have are, you know, are about three calories or less per treat. So, you know, you also can feel like you're giving them a treat and you're not having to, you know, really cut back. You can still give them something that they can get a great taste out of that is not a whole lot of calories for them. That's perfect, and and that's great for my kids because I got to keep them, especially Olive. I got to keep her weight down because she hops around on those three legs, and I got to keep her balance so she doesn't <laughs> so she doesn't get a little heavy. <laughs> so yeah, that and that's good. why that these are perfect. <laughs> yeah, the perfect size. So where can the listeners not go to learn more about um, the breakthrough biotics, which is something that I use every day, and I know you use every day, Kim, with your with your um with your doggy, and mm-hmm. I we use it with my girls, and of course the food and the treats. Where can everyone go to learn more about that, and also where to get them? Yeah, our website at BillJack.com, it's B-I-L-J-A-C.com, is a great place to start. Um, and, you know, I know that, uh, you know, from time to time we have uh, an offer, like maybe a coupon that you can sign up for. I know um, in December, you know, this month we're going to be doing that on biotics specifically. So um, if you sign up for the Best Friends Club on there, you can actually um, get an additional coupon on biotics in addition to either your dry or treat coupon. And then we have lots of um, information on the website. So there's a dog blog. You can go out to the dog blog and type in biotics or probiotics and be able to look at, you know, information about that. Or maybe there's something else that you're interested in with your dog. You know, we really try to put some articles out on the blog and make it like a, just a big resource, right, for us for things that may come up where you may be looking for answers and looking for some information because, you know, we, we all care about our dogs so much. We're really looking to be able to help people have some of that information right at their fingertips. Absolutely. And of course, I tell everyone always that I love your newsletter and it's something that I look forward to. And I was especially happy this month. And I have to thank uh, you and thank Bill Jack very much because Miss Olive's book was featured as one of your books for the gifts. Yes, we were so excited to be able to feature that. And so Thank you. we love we, we love being able to do that. We have we had a story on books that dog lovers would love and we love Miss Olive's oh, book. And so you. we really wanted to feature it and we, we know a lot of other people will too. I mean it's got a great message in it and um and it's there to do a lot of good and so we really felt like it was a, a great opportunity to be able to do that. But there's again, you know, it's it's so nice to be able to um feature things, right, and help um pet owners discover um, great information and like great books like yours um, to be able to share that information with other people and other book owners. Um, other, I'm sorry, other dog owners who you know who love to read and would really appreciate a book like Miss Olive. Book. Oh, thank you. We were so thrilled. <laughs> I was so happy when I saw it. I was going, Olive, look, and she knows. She's like going, Yay, <laughs> Bell Jack. So, well, Kim, as always, you brought us some great information, and and it. Please, uh, everyone, go to belljack.com. That's B-I-L dash J-I-C. And you can find out everything that we talked about today and even more because they have a whole plethora of information there for you. So thank you very much, Kim. And I'm sure we're going to talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. Coming up, a best-selling cozy mystery author has another must read. Stay tuned. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Liquor Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Liquor Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. 
even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try LicoChops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasiewicz for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. You know how Miss Olive and I love to cuddle up and read cozy mysteries, and even better, cozy mysteries that have dogs in them and yummy recipes. Well, today we're going to welcome back to the Doggy Diva Show one of our favorite authors, and I have always referred to her as the queen of cozy mysteries. We have with us today best-selling and award-winning author, Diane Harmon. Welcome back, Diane. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here, and uh, I loved the book you sent me. I can't thank you enough. I gave it to my granddaughter, who at the time was in the hospital, and she was thrilled with it. So I just, it, it, it's a charming, charming book, and I loved it. My thanks again. Give everybody the name of it, because it's worth getting for Christmas. It's Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home. And that's it's just adorable. I, I'm so happy that you liked it and I'm so it means so much that your granddaughter liked it too I I know that you had told me that she was really that she really enjoyed it in the hospital and that and that made Olive and I feel good because that's the kind of it's it's a book that touches your heart and I'm so glad that it worked that way it did and she is a complete dog person i don't know if I've ever mentioned to you, for the last two birthdays, uh, it, she had parties, but instead of asking people to bring gifts, she asked them to bring things for the dog uh, uh, humane Oh, I love, she's my kind <laughs> of girl. <laughs> and I can't believe people spent, I think, 10 times more on that than they would have on a gift. Oh. So it was kind of fun. I love her. Yes, she's my kind of girl. Well, she's the apple didn't fall far from the tree, so... Well, yeah, there's a dog family, that's <laughs> You for sure. definitely are. And th- now, for people who are not familiar with you, you know, I love having you as a guest on our show because there's, all, I, I love your books, number one. I already have the next Thank one you. pre-ordered. It's like whenever they pop up in my Kindle, I get so excited. And um, you have such a diverse and interesting background. Can you just tell the listeners who may not be familiar with you about that? Sure. I uh, started out my career after I was married as an antique and art appraiser, and I did that for a number of years and traveled all over the United States. I worked for the IRS and some banks and attorneys, and I had about, oh gosh, 140 people that were experts in various areas because no one can be an expert in every area. So I did that, but I became somewhat disenchanted by people defining themselves by their stuff. I remember one time I had put uh, a a price of or insurance replacement cost of about one point two million on a a home furnishings, and the woman was furious because the market I put her in was auction, and she said I would only buy on Rodeo Drive in Los Angeles. I said, "Well, I can make a case for that, but it's going to cost you more in your insurance." She said, "That's not a problem." What would I tell my friends? So we went in at $1.7 million. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I just became disenchanted. And then I um, started a couple of yoga studios. I'd been doing yoga for a long time and uh, owned a couple of yoga studios. And then 
About that time, 10 years into it, my husband became very involved in politics and was elected to the California legislature and became a senator. So I figured seeing his wife on some poster standing on her head would not be appropriate. So I, I stopped that, got rid of the studio, then became a political wife. And the day that he retired, I started my first book. And he said, you know, you helped me for so many years. Tell you what, you write and I'll take care of the house. And I said, you're on. So here we are. <laughs> wow. Now that's a true marriage made in heaven. <laughs> Well, I'm lucky. I have no idea. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, to see the senator doing laundry is rather, I'm sure some of his constituents would have, you know, never pictured that. <laughs> or they'd appreciate him all the more. <laughs> there you go. You probably ought to run again. With all of the stuff that you had, I mean, you had such a great life, and I know that you travel a lot, and, and there's so much that you do, and you do have such interesting friends. What do you get? Where do you get the inspiration for your books? Because number one, how many books do you have out there now? I mean, I have so many of them. So. I think I've got about 35 or 40. Wow. And I write fast when I write. And I um, I can do a rough draft in a week, uh, depending. But I can get inspiration from anything. Often it'll just be a blurb. In fact, the newest book I have, Murder in the Cayman Islands, I was reading, um, maybe I shouldn't go into this because I'm going to give away the, back, the end of it, but something that just sparked an idea in the paper about a drone, I thought, isn't that interesting? And uh, that was the next thing for a book. Uh, the one that came out recently, Wine Country Killer. My husband just mentioned one time in passing, you know, you've never written a book about a serial killer. Why don't you try that? So it can come from anywhere. It, it's just, um, I have no idea. Well, but I, I, I like that you have no idea because your books always take who, you know, the reader, we always go to these very colorful, very, I mean, I always learn about something the, oh, thank you. Yeah, the Caymans just came out, and the uh, wine country was just before that. But I learned so much about wine, and there's, like, different things that you learn about. And then the Caymans, there's, you know, you have all kinds of things going on there. But there are also two different series. One's the um, the Northwest series, and the other one's with Kelly and Mike and Rebel. So, I mean, there's a whole different series, which I want to get to, too, because your main characters, this is one of the reasons I love your book, dogs. I mean, I feel I know the family and I'm very close to Kelly and Mike. I just want you to know that. But um, <laughs> of course, I, I would, they don't know that they're close to me, but I'm close to them. And of course, Rebel. But right. what I'll is tell them. Yeah, tell them, please do. Um, what, I relate to them, I guess is what I'm saying. But what, what inspired you to like have, because you have dogs as main characters and recurring characters in your books. I love it. Well, because um, I love dogs. We've always had dogs. Um, at times three, at times one, our children have dogs. Uh, we're just simply, you know, dogs are a part of our life, as simple as that. So my characters, that had to be part of their lives, too. And the cooking's the same way. I love to cook. We've entertained forever. And uh, that's part of it, too. And I know... To me, it kind of all goes together. If you like a cozy mystery, you like food, you like dogs, and um, it, that's pretty much the basis of it. The first book that I wrote, Blue Coyote Motel, was a suspense 
novel, and I didn't do the dogs or the food, and I really was unfamiliar with the cozy mystery genre, and I happened to pick up a book that was a cozy mystery with dogs and food, and I thought, that sounds much more fun to me to write than trying to do some deep, you know, dark, uh, the psychological, psychological thrillers, thriller. but you yeah. do, but you do just, just so I could clarify for the, uh, the listeners, you do have some psychological thrillers and you do have different do. characters that you have out now, which are the Slade. There's Blue Dot and I have them right. all. I always liked Slade a lot. But, oh, he's, um, yeah, he's cool. I, I, yeah. I just thought it was that I, I prefer the cozy mysteries to me. They're more fun and. I, I just like the people in them a little better. Oh, I think they're I more them. real. Yeah, I, I re- with, like I said, I relate the to them. I the, the the I love well, all of your series, though. But but the one that I well, like kind of relate you. to the most of is like Kelly and Mike Rebel. But I got to ask you something: the the book that we were talking about earlier, the Wine Country Killer. Can you just the Wine, Wine County Killer? What? It was a serial killer. I mean, you've never done a serial killer in any of your books. And I know that you were saying that your husband said, are you going to do one? And it was in a cozy mystery format, which I was very impressed with. But, I mean, you had me guess until the end. What inspired you to do that? Well, I just had never done it for one thing. Oh, and the wine, my daughter-in-law, I may have mentioned, is a wine, um, not a connoisseur. She teaches on wine. She has a blog on wine. She has been accredited with about everything you can be, even one of the few people in the United States who has passed the French exam. So she is so knowledgeable, and she's always kind of talking about this. And she is a member of a very exclusive society where they wear the robes and when they, you know, uh, induct them in and everything. And that kind of fit in with it. And Broadmoor... uh, some of the action takes place there in Colorado. I've been there, and I thought it was just a fantastic place. And Sonoma, I love Sonoma. I think it's fun. Uh, it just, it kind of, it kind of fit together. I wish I could say I'd had a plan for it. I didn't. It just kind of happened, and I have no idea why. <laughs> but it all came together, and it worked out perfect, and I'm, I'm so happy because I benefited from your daughter's knowledge in the book because I learned, and it, you do, you go into the different wines, you go into like a, a, a beautiful venue that they had, and the thing with the capes, and I'm like going, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that existed, and that's something that is kind of unique to your books too, because you do go into with the different books that you do and, and under the different series, there's like a lot of things that you talk about, probably because you've experienced a lot of them or traveled to these places. I was going to ask if you ever were at the Broadmoor, cause it's a very, it's so yes. gorgeous. Um, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And, um, so I, well, but, I love to learn. Yeah. I love to learn and I love to travel. So, uh, there is a book, the one that I just finished the rough draft yesterday there is a little bit of action that takes place in Cave Creek, Arizona. Mm. Uh, and my fi- family, uh, we took our family over for a vacation to a hotel over there that's in Cave Creek outside of Phoenix. And so that just was part of it because that was kind of an interesting area. And uh, usually from any of my travels, I'll pick up a couple of things I can put in a book. Now, is your Cayman Island book based on a visit to the Cayman Islands? 
Yes, and that's <laughs> coming out actually Tuesday. And, uh, you know, that whole Caribbean island area, Cuba, uh, I haven't been to other ones here, but it's it's just, well, you're in Florida. It's kind of a little bit like Florida, yeah. but it's, it's a different culture. And uh, so I was trying to capture a little bit of that. And, uh, of course, we have to have dogs in it. Uh, Rem comes back, the Doberman Pinscher, naturally. Oh, I love <laughs> and it. And he's beautiful on the cover. And your dogs you, are always so beautiful on the cover, by the way. Well, thank you. I just want people to know this book has dogs, <laughs> so be prepared. <laughs> and of course, and it has recipes because I t- I have to tell you when I'm sitting there reading the books, and I'm usually like Olive and I are like cuddled up. I have like a cup of tea and read my books, and I like listen to these these meals that are so. I go, oh my gosh, I hope they're at the end of the book. So I have to rush <laughs> to the end of the book and go, oh good, that's there. So because they're so they're like mouth watering. They're so oh, good. and I have to ask one question. Make that for your family? I mean, have all of these recipes been tested on your family or your husband? Oh, absolutely. It hasn't. Wouldn't just... it? In fact, in the uh, Cayman Islands, I have conch fritter, a recipe for conch fritter. <sighs> we'll try to get conch on the West Coast. Forget it. <laughs> so, I had to order it on the internet. And I had conch fritters when we were down in the Keys, and I loved them. So I thought it would fit in perfect with the Caymans because I know that they have conch oh, there. So... I paid a bloody fortune to order it and made the concreters, but yes, they were tested. Everything is tested. I have found when I'm using recipes that I get from somewhere else and I'm making the recipe often, there is an ingredient they've left out or it's the wrong. I was making, I think it was in the conch fritters and the re- recipe I found, it called for a quarter of a cup of flour. Well, I get deep fat fry these things and the recipe it was so thin, there was no way. But I did try it and I thought, okay, put in two, they ran all over the pan. <laughs> We're putting in another cup of flour <laughs> and it worked fine. But See, that, yeah, and otherwise, I'd put it out there and somebody'd say, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, during the course of time, my husband's benefited from some of the recipes that I've made that I find God. in the back of your book, and he loves them. So he thanks you. So, and, and and that's My why pleasure. I tell everyone the books about, you know, there there's always dogs in them. The characters are in, in each of the series are very endearing and they actually become like your friends. It's like you want to see what comes up from next. And some of them are a little more colorful than others. But I have to tell you that I, I love reading your books and that's why I love having you on. And Thank I feel you. that during the holidays, if somebody wants to give a great gift or if you want to order it on Amazon and get it loaded onto somebody's Kindle, I got to tell you, Diane's got the best, she's got a large selection. They're the perfect length. They have the great characterizations. And of course you got my fave, the dogs and you got yummy recipes. So like I'm all, Thank you. I love it. Where can the listeners go to learn about you? And also to well, learn about all of your website. books. Uh, they're on my website, and that's www.dianedianeharmon.com. And you can go there or just go to Amazon, Diane Harmon, put that in, and it'll go uh, to my Amazon uh, page. And that will have my books and about me. So love, love you to join my uh, newsletter. I send out a newsletter on Sundays, and that always has 
Oh, and every week I try to put at least one book on a special, either 99 cent or free, and tell the readers other places they can go to get um, books that are on sale or in our giveaways. And then I also put my upcoming books on there. So that's another way. Well, and that's, you know, I love your newsletter. Of course, I'm on it. And I and that's when I, pre- I preload my Kindle because, oh, this, cousin, this is coming up. Okay, let's go. Let's, I want to well, wake up in the morning and see it on that day. When it comes. Thank you. Well, Tuesday morning, it'll be in your mailbox. So there you go with murder in the Cayman Islands. I've never been to the Caymans, but I have to tell you, when I finish your books, I always feel like I've been there. And this is what I believe reading's about. And since I was a little girl, my entire life's been around books. I was lucky enough to have been brought up in a home where books and music and art were like something that was, you know, sacred, very, you know, it was encouraged. Yeah, very, uh, I had a very creative um, foundation. And in my adult years, I love my go to thing is books. And I love to be able to read a book that, you know, there's, it's a perfect length, you have things that interest me that I, it's like I'm being taken to whether it be the Caymans or these gorgeous resorts. And it's always nice to know because Because I know that you've been there. You're speaking from, you know, that you know what's going on. You know what the scenery is about. And I actually feel like I'm there. And plus that, there's always a dog around. So I always feel like, okay, I could be here. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's that's exactly what I hope to do with my books is have people feel that they're being transported to a place. I'm the same way. When I read a book, I don't want to read about Huntington Beach where I live. I know that. <laughs> yeah, somewhere else. That's and how I, I feel. Now, and I'm at the stage now, thankfully, that I don't feel I have to finish every book I start. If mm-hmm. I start one that just doesn't work for me, I put it down and get another one because there's so many wonderful books out there, and it's just fun when you start one and you go, "Oh, wow! I like characters." This is interesting, and it it's just a wonderful feeling. It still excites me. I I love it. Well, and I'm always curious what what's more you know more interesting: the characters, the plot, the setting. Is it a combination? It's a is combination it because it gives it it. And, and I have to tell you something, Diane. I my listeners must love you. I'm so glad that I've had you on and maybe some of them weren't as familiar with cozy mysteries, but there's cozy mysteries that, you know, that have pets in them. And of course these yummy recipes recently, because we're on pet life radio, I know that a bunch of you were on our show and it aired on pet life radio and you contacted me and said that what a great day that was in um, for your book. So I'm so happy that my well, listeners are now a part of your cozy mystery world because it means so much to me because I love bringing you on. I love having you talk about you. where, you know, you get your muse, where you get your information from. And uh, my listeners love the fact that you talk about dogs, you talk about recipes and these wonderful, interesting places. I love the psychological thrillers, but you know what? I, I love going to the cozy because I know that I'm going to finish it in a good amount of time. I know I'm going to walk away feeling good. And fi- and when I read your books, I also feel like I'm walking away from places I may not have been, but I feel like I've been there. And I've made friends with your Thank characters, you. so I look forward to what they're doing next. So congratulations, and you. and uh, and you're you're just phenomenal. And guess what? I believe well, in 2019, I'm going to be having you back on again because we're going to be talking about more books. Oh, I would love to. And I it was ironic after our last interview, I 
started noticing my numbers that day, and I, they kept getting better and better. And I'm thinking, and my son happened to pop. I said, "What? What are you? What are you so excited?" I said, "Mike, something is going on. I don't know what. But this is really unusual." So I thank all of your listeners and you for having me on because uh, it was a wonderful day, and I well, really appreciate you. people are excited about yes. it. So. Uh, it's my passion, obviously. Oh, yeah, and it comes through, and we love having you on, and I'm telling you, I, I and I tell my listeners this whenever you're on, I preload my Kindle, I wait, I love it, and all of and I just sit there and read through the book, and I'm so happy. And, like, with the serial killer one, I might not have figured it out right away because you do have great twists and turns there, but I'm telling you, it all comes together, and you go, oh, my gosh, why didn't good. I think of that? It is so good, and you're very thank you. talented. Thank you. But And thank you for sharing that with all of us because I, I I know that my listeners now have someone that they could go to, the go-to book. Everybody's going to sign up for the newsletter because you're going to know when you can get them for 99 cents. You're going to know when you can get them for free, and you're going to know when you well, pre-order them. They're a little less than when they go up. So there's a whole thing that you have going on there. Let's just give out that well, information so that people could go hop onto your website to sign up for that newsletter. It's www.diannehharmanharman.com. And if you sign up for the newsletter, you also do get a couple of free books. You do? So a couple of free cozies. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Well, Diane, as always, well, I love your writing. As always, I thank you for coming on our show, coming back on, and I thank you for sharing such wonderful information with the listeners and with myself and with Miss Olive here. And I'm so glad that your granddaughter's doing better. And uh, I wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. And to you, and thanks again for having me on. And to all your listeners, Merry Christmas. I guess it's that time of year. To yes, say it. it is. Well, thank you very much. And we'll be back in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Miss Olive and Sophia the Doggy Diva are so happy that their first book in the Doggy Diva Diary series, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home, is now available at online book retailers. So please visit Miss Olive and Sophia at www.thedoggydiva.com, that's D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A, to order your copy now. And they hope that you love reading Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home as much as they loved writing it. Thank you. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great diva week, everyone. That's all for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, the Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.